Welcome to Meraki Mentors, a podcast featuring women who create. We interview creatives from every field and around the globe to discuss art, risk-taking, and what it means to live a creative life. Here's your host, Candace Howes. Hey, we're back for season two, and it's about to get live. We have 12 more incredible guests ready to drop some knowledge and inspiration for you on the podcast. Be sure to check us out online at MerakiMentorsPodcast.com and on social media. Today's conversation is with Renee Lindsay of Naturalista Moji. That's N-A-P-T-U-R-A-L-I-S-T-A-M-O-J-I. I'm really, really excited today to introduce our Next guest, Renee Lindsay, who is the Director of Operations at Naturalista Moji, um, which we'll explain a little bit later. Um, so we're really, really excited to have you here and to kind of talk about what you do and the app. So first and foremost, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm Renee, um, as Candice mentioned. And um, so my position on Naturalist Emoji is a little bit multifaceted, right? Because we're still in the startup phase. And so as you know, in startups, kind of everyone does everything. Um, So we have sort of an all-in approach. And so I function as the operations lead and kind of have my hands in many different parts. Um, So let me just rewind by saying Naturalist Emoji is an emoji app that's specifically curated with Black women in mind. And so all of the characters in the app have melanin, have natural hair, different natural hairstyles. Um, There are five different complexions um, that range from lighter brown to deep chocolate. Um, So we wanted to, we were intentional about being inclusive in that way. Um, But yeah, so in terms of my role on the team, I do a lot of project management. I'm sort of the key advisor for the project in general and and Alex Ogafo in particular, who is the co-founder of Naturalist Emoji and also the lead strategist and partner with his sister, um, Eugenia Okafo. And then in terms of the app, I do support with a lot of the curation in terms of um, facial expressions, hairstyles, complexions, to ensure that we are um, being mindful of all of the different natural hairstyles and all of the different skin tones that um, accompany Black women. Um, There's clothing, accessories, et cetera. And then I support with... um, the logistics around business planning, the timing of specific marketing campaigns, um, soliciting partnerships, give input on growth strategies in terms of business operations, marketing, sales, product development, and then just you know the overall evolution of the app itself. So kind of interacting with the app and saying, you know, it might be a little bit easier if we change this to this, or if we place this over here instead, or you know, made this more visible or more noticeable. That's awesome. How would you say, um, how was the idea kind of started from the app? And then did you all already know each other and decide to kind of join forces? Um, or did you kind of go out and find all of the team members to make this a reality? It's kind of interesting. It was not really intentional. Um, it started with conversations just about race, about inclusion, representation and often the lack thereof um, for Black women in mainstream culture and popular culture. Mm-hmm. Um, also just observing like Alex's daughter and his niece, the way that they interact with their dolls and the, the messaging that accompanies that and observing um, 
the impact that film had on them and just their, their, the space that they take up in the world and how they see themselves as a result of the way that the, they, the way that the world interacts with them and the way that they interact with the world. Um, also observing like my 13 year old niece and, you know, some of the challenges that she faces as a black girl growing up in spaces that are primarily occupied by non-black people and the messaging that accompanies that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so more broadly, just reflections, um, amongst friends. So we did, we did know each other. Um, the founding team are actually just siblings and then, uh, we know we're all friends and some are significant others. Um, and so just more broadly reflections about the harsh realities that black women and, and black girls um, are too often excluded in conversations of beauty, um, worth, desirability. And so we really wanted to do something that made black women the focus because that rarely happens, as you know, and just to carve a digital space for black women that, that where, we, where we could be celebrated. Um, in a space that's free from intrusion, like really just for us, by us, literally. Um, and yeah, that's how it started. We were just having conversations like about, oh, you know, facial expressions and emojis that we wish we had, <laughs> you know, that just don't exist. Or like how it would be cool if, you know, we could have an emoji that had this hairstyle or whatever. And, and so we were talking about it so often that we decided like, well, since no one's done it, like, you know, why don't we do it? And started out as kind of a joke, like, haha, it would be cool if we did it. And then we just decided to go for it. And um, we have some really talented people in our circle. You know, Alex has a lot of experience with, um, he's just a creative person. And so has a lot of experience with like development and had some friends. Um, Muyo Okome is, uh, I, I think, I think he's like the CEO of an organization that's called App Magic. And so their team supported us with the development of the app itself and so just kind of like leaned on people that we have in our circle and then um faith is one of our lead curators and so she's just got a lot of style and so she was one of the main people who kind of provided input on like outfits and hairstyles and you know facial expressions but what would be cute and so just yeah leaned on our network that is um fantastic and i'm glad you mentioned too like the facial expressions because that was the first thing um Someone that I follow on Instagram had like shared um, a screenshot of the app and that was how I found it. And I, that was the first thing that stood out to me was, oh my gosh, like I love their expressions and just all the different emotions that you see. That's, you already have that kind of idea when you think about an emoji, but it really just kind of takes it to the next level, which is what I love about it. Yeah. Would you know which one it was that you saw? It was the one she's kind of, um, she's like really really excited and she's got like her eyes open really wide oh, yeah. and-, <laughs> and her hands are kind of like by her face yes yeah. exactly <laughs> um so I guess what would be really interesting to know is um the idea of you know being creative in terms of like creating the app um in terms of technology as well as coming up with a different um characters and images in what ways do you feel um your team has kind of had to be creative or kind of think out of the box in terms of just kind of getting it off the ground, getting traction going? Um, Well, in every way imaginable, you know, like none of us have started an app before, you know, none of us have done this before. So it was a lot of, a lot of creativity. It started from just like ideas to paper, you know, like what sort of expressions do you use most Mm -hmm. often or which ones do you wish you could use? 
that sort of thing. Um, and even just kind of taking influence from uh, emojis that we use already, like which ones do we use most often that we would prefer to see look like us? And so in, in terms of creativity, um, I would say a lot of it comes from, you know, marketing strategy as well. Like without having a marketing background, how do you know what works, what doesn't work? How do you attract people? How do you make people want to click your ad and download your app? You know, um, so that it's all been a learning experience. And then, you know, finding the right people that could support with the design of the emojis um, and then going through like <laughs> multiple rounds, right? Like finding a designer, providing instruction and then receiving the result and not being super thrilled about it and having to give it back and have another have another go and, and to do that multiple times until we found like the type of product that we were satisfied with, you know? Um, so that took some creativity and, and also many, many mm-hmm. revisions. Um, so I would say just the whole project was a go at trying ourselves at creativity. It's really great to be able to see that you're taking something that we might look as being a little bit kind of cut and dry, but saying that, no, like there's a lot of, you know, imagination behind what we're doing. That's just as artistic as anything else. Oh, absolutely. There has to be, right? Like you have to imagine it before you can put it to paper, before it can become a product. It has to be a thought. And then there's so many just steps along the way before it becomes reality. What would you say has been the greatest challenge and the greatest um, accomplishment so far? I'd say that the largest challenge is was probably you know, kind of what we were just talking about, like going from start to finish. Um, When you're creating something that you've never done before, it's easy to kind of criticize yourself and and to also come to terms with the fact that you're never going to be perfect. It's always going to need some some sort of improvement forever, as long as it's going on. Like we're always going to need to add new expressions. We're always going to need to make some update in the app Mm -hmm. to make sure that it um, aligns with the different new software that's coming out. So I'd say the hardest, one of the largest challenges would just have been putting it out in the world after working on it for so long and then accepting that fact that, you know, it's not going to be perfect and that not everyone will receive the project as you intended it to be received. There's always going to be some sort of criticism. You know, the characters aren't going to be light enough or dark enough or the right shade or, you know, the right size or not going to look like somebody, you know, um, and so just uh, one of the th- one of the things that Alex Okafo always says is, you know, we can't be everything for everyone, but we can just hope to be something for someone. Mm-hmm. And so I love that quote. <laughs> I love that quote because it helps kind of just put us at ease. Like, you're right. We're not going to be able to please everyone. We can do our best to be as inclusive as possible and to try to make sure that all Black women would be able to see their- themselves in this product. Um, and then just, you know, knowing that some people are never satisfied. Uh, so moreover, just understanding that we, we we also have to work fast to correct issues because people do get really impatient and, and, and can be very harsh sometimes in email and in the comments section. Um, and then, you know, they don't always give us the benefit of the doubt. So we have to accept that and continue to improve. Um, and, and the biggest success, I would say... Um, is just the other end of that, like finally launching the product, you know, after we're having worked on it for so long and then um, seeing all of the positive ratings and all of the positive feedback and people saying like, oh my goodness, I've been waiting for something like this to come on the market, you know, or 
ordering some of the patches and ironing them on and, you know, sending us videos saying how they love their new patches or they love their hat, their, their puff cap or, you know, so I would say those, those small things, those are just, you know, the wins that we celebrate every day. That's awesome. Um, what, uh, what would you say kind of from your own experience and observation is something that's important for anyone who's kind of thinking about starting an app or something similar to kind of think about as they're developing their idea, as they're developing their, their team? Um, what do you think are kind of like some essentials to finding any form of success in it? Uh, one thing for sure is, you know, stick to it. Like whatever that idea is, write it down, make a plan. And I'm all about backwards planning. And so I like to write down like the outcome first and then break it down into like, if I want to be here, then these are the steps I need to do to take, you know, to get here. And then in order to do those steps, I need to do these steps and then, you know, to continue to break it down further and further backwards. And then start with like the last thing and then make my list in reverse, if that makes sense. Um, so I would say, you know, write it down, uh, find like-minded people, uh, maybe choose a couple of people that are really close to you that you can share the plan with and get some true, honest feedback. Um, do some research to figure out how you can make it happen and, and just go, believe in yourself, even if it feels impossible, even if it feels like it's going to take forever, it may, <laughs> you know, it may very well take a really long time until completion. It did for us. It took actually a couple years in the making, you know, from, from the, from the time we began conversations to the time the app was completed, it was a really long time. Mm -hmm. And there were many meetings, a lot of discussion, a lot of revisions. And so you just stick to it and you understand that it's, it may take a long time. Things may not always work out the way that you had planned or the way that you thought. Um, and that's okay. You know, you just push forward. Like you mentioned how, you know, like it took a couple of years to kind of even get to a point of, of having um, an actual product. Considering that you all were planning, did you always kind of know that, hey, you know, this is going to take time. It's going to be a while. So, you know, everybody kind of had that understanding. So it was okay, like we're plotting along or were there ever points where you all kind of looked up and got to a meeting and was like, man, like it's been a year, like this is taking a while. Like how did you kind of stay patient through that? There were definitely times where we thought this is taking forever, especially because, you know, in the beginning, you're often using your, you're funding it yourself, right? So like you're paying designers, you are paying for, for, for all of that work to be done. And then a lot of the work that you do is for no pay at all. And so like we all have jobs, you know, outside of this that we, you know, do full time to kind of fund these projects. Um, so yeah, I would say that on, on the one hand, we knew that it would take a while. Um, and then there are also always going to be instances of, of impatience where you're, you're wanting to see a return on your investment. Like you're spending all this time and money. Um, and so you're ready for it to be finished. You're ready to start, you know, allowing people to download the app so you can cash in a little bit on the work that you've been doing. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say that both of those things happen. There are times of impatience and we kind of knew that it would take a while. I don't, I just think there was no exact timeline. So it was hard to plan accordingly because we had never done it before. Right. So we didn't know how long it would take. Um, one thing that worked out for us though, is that we had, um, 
physical products also. So we had the app that was in the, in the making, but then we also have, you know, shirts and puff caps and um, iron-on patches that you can find on our website, um, naturalistemoji.com. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, like we, we had physical pro- products that you can order. And so what we started doing was going to local festivals, um, like Festival at the Lake in, in Oakland, Lake Merritt, every Sunday is kind of like a place where Black people go to cook out. And we would kind of set up a table there and have all of our products out. And so as people walk by, they would stop and see. And so that was a quick way to kind of get a return on our investment in the moment. We would sell the patches um, and the puff caps in in person during festivals and in situations like that. And so it worked out. But ultimately, I mean, it's hard to to plan for something like that, especially when you've never done it before. That's smart, not only for just like recognition, but also, like you said, to kind of help to fun things that you're doing and get people excited. So that's an excellent strategy. Mm-hmm. And we were able to market the app during those um, vending opportunities as well, like to say, hey, yeah, these iron on patches are all based off of characters in our app. You should check us out. And so it, it allowed people to get excited for the app that was on the way. They could sign up for mailing lists um, to be informed when the app was released. They had discount codes to download uh, you know, early and things like that. So it, it helps people get excited. That's fantastic. Um, What kind of things do you all have on your sites in the future? Like, are you planning on any events or just like maybe just working on new characters? What's kind of like on the on the horizon? Yeah, so for right now, um, we're just working on new characters and and improving, improving the app. Um, So there, on certain devices, there have been some feedback about, you know, some some issues that have arisen. So um, working with our developers to just kind of fix errors um, that have that have occurred, you know, as as will always happen in first revisions, exactly. right? Like it's the, it's the first version of the app. Um, and so yeah, so right now we're working on that, and I believe actually they may all be um, fixed by now. But uh, that was our kind of first order of business was to, to make sure the app was working properly for everyone on both iOS and Android platforms. And then now the next step is to um, hear feedback that um, people who have downloaded have provided in terms of like facial expressions they'd like to see and hairstyles they'd like to see. A lot of women are wanting to see more characters with locks. We've had some requests mm-hmm. for shorter cuts, you know, like tapers and bald heads and things like that. So just playing with different designs to see um, how we can make more people happy. Absolutely. Um, there was something you said. Oh, um, so I know you mentioned um, you all are kind of based in California. Do you feel that's made it kind of easier maybe to find like designers to work with and to kind of learn the whole app process and maybe if you were located somewhere else um yeah I'd say in a lot of ways yes we are in the in the center of of Silicon Valley but you know the internet makes the world such a small place (laughs) that I think um yeah I mean it's helpful that there are people in our immediate circle that have these experiences so yeah being here does make that easier to collaborate that we can have in-person meetings we don't have to just meet on Skype or you know online or whatever Um, but I do think that regardless, it would be, it would be fine because we have the the internet. (laughs) Um, I know that being in a place like Oakland, where there is a large African-American population or just, you know, black population, um, it made it easy for, you know, vending opportunities during festivals that are 
marketed to black people, you know, so we were able to be in spaces that were predominantly mm-hmm. black, which was nice. Um, but I, in terms of being in Silicon Valley, yeah, I mean, for sure, it's helpful. I'm sure, you know, it didn't, it didn't hurt us <laughs> to be pl- located here. <laughs> I know. So you mentioned um, the website. What other places um, in terms of like social media can people find you as well as um, where can um, anyone download the app? So our app is available for downloading in both Google Play and the iPhone App Store. And then our website is naturallysimoji.com. Instagram, I'd say, is where we're most active. Um, Our page on there has, every now and then, we'll kind of post things about like a new character that was developed or just shout out beautiful Black women and Black hairstyles and things. Just celebrate Black Black people and Black women in particular. Actually, in both the app and on our website, you have access to our online store where you can order puff caps which are um, silk lines so that they don't impact, negatively impact your edges. Um, and they, continue, they allow your hair to remain moisturized while you have the hat on. And then there's a space in the back, obviously, for your puff. Um, you know, because our hair doesn't often fit in baseball caps and, you know, normal, normal, yes. <laughs> normal type of hats. Um, I know the struggle. Right, the struggle is too real. And then we also have, like, shirts. And, you know, one of my favorite shirts is the crop top and it says wash day. I just think it's so perfect. You just put it on that day where you're just kind of in the house, you know, not doing anything and just washing your hair. I just think stuff like that are cute. Um, so we have like a shirts with a lot of different sayings that are unique to black women. Like I'm rooting for everybody's naps, <laughs> you know, shout out Aoife Bay. <laughs> um, yes. So yeah. And so you can order through directly on our website or through the store that's embedded in the app um we are on facebook you can just search us naturally Samoji. it's just it's just a space of celebration that is awesome and fantastic so um before we go i'm going to um do what is always my favorite part Meraki picks so it's kind of favorite things from each of our guests that we put together uh the first one is what is a restaurant that you love that you wish everyone could go to so my initial thought is a restaurant in West Oakland called Brown Sugar Kitchen, and it's Ooh. owned by a Black woman. However, one of my girlfriends just told me last week that she's closing. No. And my whole heart, <laughs> my whole heart is just breaking. It's so good for brunch. Um, they have beignets. They have chicken and waffles. It's just like a Southern twist on brunch. And everything in there is just finger looking good. So in the absence of Brown Sugar Kitchen, I'll go with Nelly's, which is one of my favorite soul food restaurants in Oakland. I think it's a place that everyone needs in their life. It will take forever for you to get a seat <laughs> and for even longer for you to get your food. But once you get it, it is well worth the wait. So second would be, what is a song that's been kind of stuck in your head recently? Um, or it can be an artist as well, if it's more than one song. Yeah. Are, are you familiar with uh, Masego? Yes, I am. I just love Masego. So lately, um, I don't know. I just, so music is, is my first love and one of my favorite things in this world on this earth ever created. And so um, Masego to me is like who I hope my son becomes, <laughs> like my unborn child. You know, <laughs> plays every instrument. He's like really confident, mm-hmm. almost cocky, but like it's okay because he, he can be because he's actually really good at what he does. And I just think he creates quality music. And so his the song that's been in my head for a while is um, Lady Lady. Yes. 
And I love what he's doing of taking um, a lot of these kind of traditional jazz elements, but making it a little more contemporary and adding a lot of different elements to it. Um, so yes, I love listening to him as well. Like a modern drum line with the sax and some exactly. keys. And then he'll just layer it and he just keeps layering it and then adds his vocals on top. It's, it's beautiful. It is, it is. What's one of your favorite kind of quotes or maybe piece of advice um, that kind of drives you from day to day? So um, my favorite quote of all time is by Frederick Douglass. And he says, it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Mm. And that is my favorite quote because one, it's so real. Two, my day job, I work um, with inner city youth. And I fully believe that and live by that and recognize that it's so much easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. And it's necessary to build strong children. And so uh, children, Black children in particular, but all children are just really close, near and dear to my heart. And, and that quote in particular is just rings true every day, all the time. If there's anything else you'd like to share or maybe that we didn't get to. I just want to shout out our team members, like our, our founding team. Um, we have Alex, who I mentioned is the co-founder and lead strategist of Naturally Simoji, alongside with his sister, Eugenio Okafo. And then Derek and Joe are his two brothers. Um, Derek is the head of sales and the co-founder of Win for the Culture, which is the parent company of Naturally Simoji. Joe is the director of business development, um, comes up with like business strategy. He's the, he's the MBA-minded person of the group. Um, and then we have Faith, who is the lead um, curator along with the baby girls we have to include Azaria and Sade and Jada they are our baby girls who kind of let us know if we're cool enough <laughs> we we run everything by them like what do you think about this and so they kind of get the final say so thank you so much this has been so much fun thank you for coming and sharing so much about um naturally emoji and your process and everyone please please be sure to check out the website merchandise download the app um you will absolutely love it thank you so much for having me candace i really enjoyed our conversation Thanks so much for spending your time with Meraki Mentors. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your friends on social media and your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Meraki Mentors Podcast for exclusive information on how you could be a part of our next episode or blog post. You've been listening to Meraki Mentors Podcast with Candace Howes. We're honored you chose to spend your time with us today. To learn more about today's guest or the podcast, visit MerakiMentorsPodcast.com. Don't forget to create and connect.